0: jazz just the way we like it my name is alfonso Severos. jazz just the way we like it is recorded live at brick arts in downtown brooklyn the people's republic of brooklyn well folks another week and here we are i'm in the studio today flying solo by myself but that's okay i have you and i hope you enjoy this podcast Uh, before we begin and get into the music uh, a little topic for discussion I was listening or watching television I don't remember where and the, the question came up about voting and people who have criminal records wow you know this country here is uh, one of the few countries in which uh, really punishes people. There are some countries in the world in which uh, punishes people in terms of disenfranchising them. There are some countries in which a person can vote even while they are incarcerated. Well, here, that is not the case. Now... In some states, you lose your right to vote while you're, in most states, while you're incarcerated. Uh, And in many states, you lose it while you are on parole and probation. Six states have that. And Alabama, oh, man, Alabama, if you are a convicted felon, depending on the moral judgment of that, crime will determine if you are able to ever vote. That is some punishment. Fourteen states say, well, while you're incarcerated, you can't vote, but once you come out, you can vote. In New York State, you cannot vote while you are incarcerated, but you can vote when you are on probation and parole. Well, the question is, people's position, running for office, on the rights of felons to vote. Should we strip them of that right while they are incarcerated? Or should we strip them of that right to vote when they are on parole or probation? man, uh the parole system is so awkward, so awkward, you know, and until recently, we were sending people back to prison because of smoking marijuana, and I'm not condoning smoking marijuana, but if a person's a convicted felon and struggling out here and committing no major crime and Urines come back with marijuana. That was violating the parole. You go back to prison, even though you did your time. Yeah, we treat those individuals convicted of crimes very harshly in this country. Uh, I just wanted to get that out there, something to think about. You know, and when you are making your determination on if you're a Democrat, and hopefully you are, or at least voting for a Democrat, and I know everybody has the position, anyone but Trump, but we have 20 people running for office. And so maybe uh, one of the questions that you would want answered from these candidates, from uh, uh, all of them, is what is their position on felons and folks with criminal histories, be they on parole, probation, and their right to vote. Okay. We always start our podcast out with a song that has social significance, uh, social justice, or speaks to issues of our times. And here's one, folks, and I know you remember this. And, uh sit back and enjoy the Sam Cooke song you know Sam Cooke wrote this song man uh and it was actually he was kind of upset that Bob Dylan uh was writing these great songs with great lines that reflected the struggles of the 60s and even the civil rights struggle uh and he came up with this.
1: I was born by the river In a little tent Oh, and just like the river I've been running Ever since it's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh yes, it will. It's been too hard-living, but I'm afraid to die.
0: Sam Cook, a change is going to come. Oh, yeah, we need that, definitely. It's been a long time coming, and in fact, three, three years with this current president. Hopefully, hopefully, if we get out and vote, a change will come. But if we do not go out and vote, nothing will change. And in fact, It will be interpreted as a message to do more harm. So, folks, we need to get out there. We can't sit back on this election. All right. Uh, Here's an old group, man. Uh, The first jazz album I've ever listened to, my older brother Jimmy, who has since passed on, had an album by the Modern Jazz Quartet. Oh, man, they were a sophisticated group. And he had this album called Odds Against Tomorrow, and it was the soundtrack for a movie with Harry Belafonte. Uh, You can still uh, see it on YouTube. Pretty good movie, man, very good movie. Uh, But the music was great. The soundtrack and background music was performed by the modern jazz quartet and all. And quite a few of the guys in the modern jazz quartet was classically trained. So these were some very sophisticated uh, jazz musicians. Here's a piece uh, called, "The it was on the last concert album, and it's called Blues in H with the modern jazz quartet, folks. So sit back and enjoy this piece. is from the Blues on Bach album. And this is a Blues in B. Modern Jazz Quartet, better known as the MJQs, on a recording in 1974 uh, from the last album. You have Milt Jackson on vibraphones. Uh, Johnny Lewis on piano. He was also the music director. Percy Heath on bass and Connie Kay on drums. What a sophisticated group. What a clean sound. Modern Jazz Quartet. MJQs. I hope you enjoyed that piece, "Blues and B." Okay, uh, let's uh, keep things moving. Uh, here's a song that a lot a lot of folks probably have heard. Uh, West Montgomery, man, and West Montgomery, you talk about guitar players, man not many uh, better jazz guitar players than Wes Montgomery. And this is a, became a very popular song uh, by Wes Montgomery, and it's called Bumping on Sunset. Uh, Wes Montgomery, folks, with that fabulous jazz guitar. Sit back and listen. West Montgomery, some consider him the greatest guitar player ever. Bumping on Sunset, West Montgomery. That had Ron Carter on bass and Ray Barreto on Cungas. Ray Barreto, that fabulous Latin artist on Cungas. and a lot of people didn't know that. Uh, West Montgomery is so smooth, so smooth. His music is just smooth, it's cool. You know, he, he, he has a lane that he stays in and he plays it. Bumping on Sunset, a uh, pretty well-known album. And I was surprised to see that Ray Barreto was on it. But you know one thing about jazz, uh, and black music in, in general, I consider jazz basically black music because its origins is in, uh, came out of the black community. Came out of blues, man. Uh, blues and gospel was the roots of our musical experience in America. Of course, we, we, we have rhythms and we've integrated rhythms from Africa, but it was blues and gospel because they they didn't give us much to work with. You know, when we came here we were stripped of all prior culture and left with You know, hard times, slavery, and religion. And we had to go from there. Well, folks, and we did, didn't we? We created an art form that's loved and respected all over the world. And in fact, if you travel to different countries and people talk about American music, They talk about jazz. They talk about blues. They don't talk that much about country or western. All right. Let's keep moving. And since we had Ray Barreto on Kungis in that West Montgomery piece, uh, let's let's, uh, play a little Latin music, man. Some Latin jazz. And uh, this is a man who I admire and knew him in the 80s and 90s, Johnny Cologne. And this is uh, Judy, part two, Latin soul jam. And they play two different pieces on this, man. Johnny Cologne plays trombone, and this is his orchestra. Uh, folks, sit back and go with this. <laughs> True. That's Johnny Cologne and orchestra from an album called Boogaloo Blues, recorded in 1967. And that's a piece called uh, Judy, Part 2, Latin Soul Jam. Man, that was great. Yeah, Johnny Cologne, of course, is on a trombone, and it features Tito Ramos and Tony Rojas. Man, those were the days, 1967. I remember that year. Man, that was a good year late 60s, man. Music-wise, oh, it was happening. It was happening. And uh, I believe that was Johnny Cologne's first album. I may be wrong on that, but I believe so. Boogaloo Blues, Johnny Cologne. From East Harlem, folks. Okay. Ah, man. I got my blood boiling. All right. Let's go back to some jazz, some uh, traditional jazz, man. Well, this is not true traditional. There's a man that did it his way uh, playing an electrified saxophone uh, on a piece that came out also in 1967. A song called Listen Here. And this was another popular piece during that time. Eddie Harris. was Eddie Harris, man, uh, Listen Here. Recorded in 1967, again, another song. Recorded in 1967, man. Every time i listen to Eddie Harris or even Johnny Colone, I have these flashbacks of the 60s. And they are good flashbacks, folks. Let me tell you, uh, 1967, man, I was a college student, and there was so much going on all over the country and on every college campus. We had the draft to deal with. The war in Vietnam, student uprising, man. We were fighting for rights uh, and changing programs and curriculums. Wow, Uh, those were times. The Civil Rights Movement, Black Power, the Panther Party, man. Oh, man the assassinations that were going on between 65, 63, and 68. These were powerful, powerful times, man. The FBI and the police department attempting to infiltrate, not attempting, they actually did, every group, every group. Uh, The Black Panthers, the Black Muslims Man, there was a time in this, in Brooklyn, when in the black community, be it Brownsville, Bed-Stuy, or Fort Greene, you were hard-pressed to find a Chinese restaurant. They just weren't Chinese takeout places. There were Nation of Islam takeout places, Steak and Take, they were all over. Nation of Islam was selling fish. They were delivering fresh fish to people in the projects, people uh, in apartment buildings. Uh, it had the, the foundation for an economic revolution, but it caved in from within and also helped from those agencies, like the police department, and the FBI, and other groups, because they infiltrated everything. Had no idea the extent of their infiltration. Folks, we found out that one of the closest bodyguards from Malcolm X was an undercover agent. I'm not talking out the side of my mouth. I'm talking from personal experience. What I've seen and know, Uh, but they were still exciting times. If someone offered me and had the power to say, Alfonso, uh, would you want to live in another time? Would you want to, you know, be a young person today? And I say, no way, Jose, no way. I need the 60s, man. They were times. And the music, man. The music. Speaking about music, man, here's here's a piece that's a classic, classic jazz piece. And it made this man when he when he played this album in 1963. Everybody stood up and listened. Uh, Lee Morgan, sidewinder. Enjoy. Lee Morgan, folks, the album The Sidewinder, uh, recorded in 1963. That's Lee Morgan on trumpet, Joe Henderson on saxophone, Billy Higgins on drums, Barry Harris on piano, and Bob Crenshaw on bass. Man, and that is a jazz classic, classic, classic bebop style. Like I said, it was recorded in 63. Man, that was a masterpiece. Uh, Lee Morgan, that's one of his, that is his signature album, Sidewinder. All right, man, let's keep this thing moving, man. Uh, I I look up and time is almost done. Uh, I miss not having my partner here, Lawrence Larry, but hopefully next time. He couldn't make it on this podcast, but he'll be here next time i enjoy his insight on the music and also his commentary on the topics that we talk about ah last song folks last song uh a lady that you know people don't listen to much anymore but i do uh, miss abby lincoln Labby lincoln on a song called don't explain Abby Lincoln, a piece called Don't Explain. And man, the musicians playing behind her, Sonny Rollins, Kenny Durham, Wynton Kelly, and Paul Chambers. What a lineup. Abby Lincoln, Don't Explain. Well, folks, what can I tell you? It's been fun, really. I enjoyed. And, uh, Time goes by fast when you're having fun. Until the next time, as always, peace and love.